It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. X twenty eight, number eight B. The 16 chapters of the textbook in which the structure of the science of being is revealed follow the order of the four prime factors of divine being. The textbook expounds the system of Christian science in four times four chapters. Each chapter has its own ordered layout which mostly follows the order of the seven synonyms for God allowing the theme in question to develop stage by stage. The textbook, our way of life. Yet our primary aim in studying the textbook is not to look for its layout. This by itself would be a mere theoretical exercise. The structure of the textbook is not something to be known for its own sake but it is of great practical importance for every reader because it unfolds the ordered approach to an understanding of the one divine being and at the same time the ordered way for experiencing man's true being. The student who is beginning to see the spiritual structure of the textbook is also getting to know his own true spiritual life story. The textbook does not present a human intellectual system or human philosophy, but rather that living, practical, metaphysical system which is inherent in all true being and in which the student himself has part. In studying the textbook, we are not learning something about divine metaphysics but we are giving birth more and more consciously to our own true being. The textbook teaches us how we can make the form and the divine structure of our true manhood our own. The structure of the textbook of Christian science is therefore also at the same time the ordered way of life and leads us by gradual ordered progression to our perfect being. Thus, a purely intellectual grasp of the textbook is not sufficient. We must make it our own life. We are not free to choose our own way of life and to live it as we wish. This would never lead us anywhere. Christ, truth, is the way, and it forces each one of us to take this way and no other. This divine way begins with prayer, the first chapter of the textbook, and leads us on to a state of rest and peace, which we gain through a knowledge of the holy city, as illustrated in the Apocalypse, the 16th chapter of the textbook.
in this spiritual development, our true manhood evolves to the point of perfection. Study of the textbook. The self-imposed task of the Christian scientist is a devoted study of the textbook and the Bible. Since the textbook is an inspired book, we cannot assimilate what it teaches all at once. On the contrary, the more thoroughly we study it, the clearer it becomes to us that we are still a long way from understanding it completely. Each stage in our apprehension is only another new step in preparation for the next step higher. Mary Baker Eddy knew that centuries will intervene before the statement of the inexhaustible topics of science and health is sufficiently understood to be fully demonstrated. Retrospection 84, 1. Even she herself never grew tired of studying and exploring the textbook. Referring to the inexhaustible nature of the subject, she declared of herself, Today, though rejoicing in some progress, she still finds herself a willing disciple at the heavenly gate, waiting for the mind of Christ. Preface 9.16 the beginner does well to start by simply reading the textbook straight through to familiarize himself somewhat with the subject and the terminology. He will at first be attracted by certain individual sentences or paragraphs. It is important that he should not linger too long on what he does not understand, but ponder over the statements he responds to most readily. Also, the concordance to the textbook will help him with single terms used in the textbook and with specific subjects. Systematic study, however, begins when he enters upon a thorough research into the seven synonyms for God with the help of the textbook and also into the four divine modes of operation, Word, Christ, Christianity, and Science. In this way, he begins to master the scientific fundamentals, which then enable him to see the textbook from the first page to the last as a great coherent whole and to explore its scientific structure. Christian science should be taught in schools. Church organization. In general, it is churches that are regarded as the proper institutions for religious education. They are the places where God is proclaimed and worshipped. But now that the subject of God is revealed in its science as the universally available life principle which operates according to divine laws which are teachable, learnable, and also applicable and demonstrable. The church in the ordinary sense can no longer serve this new concept of God. The science of God can only be truly served by spiritual understanding and not by church services. 
for it is not to be blindly believed in and worshipped, but must be discerned in its scientific nature. It does not contain dogma dating from centuries long ago. That must be preserved in its original form. It is in its very nature something living, dynamic, even revolutionary. This science is not a rigid set of rules, regulations, and doctrines. On the contrary, it is a system of divine facts of being, susceptible to constant restructuring, whereby it provides always new answers to new fundamental questions. The churches, however, tend to keep rigidly to an outworn form and hold fast to it. The newly discovered Christian science was felt to be almost too revolutionary and too advanced for its time, and so that it could gain a foothold. Mary Baker Eddy at the beginning chose the form of church organization. See Max Kapler, Christian Government, Its Scientific Evolution. Only by this wise step could she slowly familiarize her students with the new conceptual system, the new paradigm, and the completely new interpretation of God by science. Yet she left no doubt that disorganized church was only a temporary stage and that the material institution should be done away with as soon as the science of Christian science was seen. Although in her other writings she gives many instructions for the optimum running of an organized church, she does not mention this subject at all in her textbook, which presents the science of Christian science. For a humanly organized church is no part of the divine system of ideas. It is merely a concession at a particular period of development and will therefore give way in an age which has a higher understanding of true spiritual divine service. True Church the textbook is a concept of church which implies no material organization, no temple. Church is translated into a spiritual structure as the definition of church clearly shows. Church, the structure of truth and love, whatever rests upon and proceeds from divine principle, the church is that institution which affords proof of its utility and is found elevating the race, rousing the dormant understanding from material beliefs to the apprehension of spiritual ideas and the demonstration of divine science, thereby casting out devils or error and healing the sick. 583.12 this spiritual form of church is the form of the scientific consciousness of the divine system of reference. 
it consists of a spiritual understanding of the Word of God, the Christ operation, Christianity, and the science of being. This can be illustrated by paraphrasing the passage about church in the textbook, 3519, as follows. Our church is built on the divine principle love. Our foundation is the word of God. We can unite with this church. This is the Christ attitude which is demanded of us only as we are newborn of spirit, as we reach the life which is truth and the truth which is life by bringing forth the fruits of love, casting out error and healing the sick, showing practical Christianity which flows from the Christ attitude. Places of learning and institutes are necessary. Thus, the true concept of church lies in using the Christ understanding based on divine principle for blessing and elevating the human race. Church is everything that leads to the understanding of science. We should employ every means possible to help us succeed in reaching this goal. Today, in the scientific age, schools and other educational institutions are best suited to acquaint the student step-by-step step with the system of Christian science and train him in the numeration table of Christian science. Message 1.22.15 The humanly organized church has fulfilled its important task for the idea. Through it, the new paradigm of Christian science was able to survive in an age imbued with the concept of material science. Yet today, a hundred years later, schools and institutes are better coping with the great task of leading mankind from uplifting faith into scientific understanding. That is why Mary Baker Eddy, in her writing, constantly points to the fact that spiritual understanding and the proofs arising from it can only be achieved through instruction, through systematic learning and fundamental study. The education of the future will be instruction in spiritual science. Miscellaneous Writings, 61.4 further study. The answer to key questions. Thought which is searching for truth has always sought the answer to two fundamental questions. First, what is the reality of the one being? And secondly, how can we unite with this reality and be in harmony with it? In part one of this book, we discussed the first of these questions and introduced the four prime factors of being, Word, Christ, Christianity, and Science, in their essential characteristics. In part two, we set out to answer the question, 
how man can partake in the reality of being. We saw that what is shown us by the scientific approach to the Word of God, the saving power of the Christ, the practice of Christianity, and the understanding of science is the very way to be one with divine being. Thus, we have been able to answer both the central questions which are vital to mankind from the standpoint of the science of being while examining the system of this science. Thorough study is necessary, but a general survey of the system of divine metaphysics, however helpful, can be no more than a preliminary guide to the student of Christian science to show him more clearly in which direction his next step should go. For detailed study and extensive literature is available to students through the Foundational Book Company, Limited, London, England, and also tape recordings on different fundamental subjects. The purpose of study is to become thoroughly familiar with the divine content of the system of science, here only sketched in broad outline. The best way of doing this is to take one topic or section of study at a time, and so gain, step by step, a deeper apprehension of this vast subject. As he does this, the student is experiencing more and more his oneness with reality. The Seven Synonyms for God A knowledge of the seven synonyms for God and the ideas by which they are characterized forms the basis for all work and research in the science of Christian science. Hence, it will be one of the student's first and chief aims to gain an exact and comprehensive concept of each of the synonyms. For the great question concerning the reality of the infinite one can, as we have seen, page 32, be answered only by the self-revelation of the Supreme Being through the seven synonyms for God by finding out what each of these seven aspects of being tells us about the one infinite God, we are forming the right concept of God. And this divinely scientific correct concept of what constitutes the nature and essence of divine being is the only correct starting point for answering all other questions. The four divine modes of operation. When we acquaint ourselves with the true nature of the infinite one through a thorough study of the seven synonyms for God, we do not remain at the stage of investigating what being is, but begin to look equally thoroughly into how being operates. Our question is then, how does it operate, this principle of divine being, 
which we want to learn to recognize as the universal life principle for solving all our problems. We shall find the answer to this question by studying the four divine prime factors, Word, Christ, Christianity, and Science. These are the four divine modes of operation by which the Infinite One fulfills its different task, namely, to declare itself, Word, to express itself, Christ, to fulfill itself, Christianity, and to interpret itself, Science. The Four Spiritual Levels of Consciousness when we have begun to understand being in its sevenfold nature and in its fourfold operation up to a certain point, a further question arises. How is the operation of divine being able to reach all levels of understanding so that even in the realm of human existence, we can experience it as an irresistible problem-solving power. In other words, how can the Infinite One translate itself to human experience with all its questions and problems? This brings into focus the subject of the four spiritual levels of consciousness. It shows the student the way in which the seven synonyms for God operate in their fourfold modus operandi, not only in the realm of the divine, but also in the human, so providing the solution to all questions on all levels of understanding and experience. Interpretation of the Bible and the textbook. The basis for study is always the Bible together with the Christian Science textbook. These two books present the whole divine system of reference, consisting of the seven synonyms for God, the four divine modes of operation, and the four spiritual levels of consciousness. A scientific understanding of these inspired texts, enabling the student to perceive the divine system of ideas, is therefore indispensable. Why? We saw in an earlier chapter that only spiritual consciousness can comprehend the nature and essence of spiritual being, that we can only be saved from our false concept of existence and thereby from all material phenomena arising from it, when we gain the true concept of reality. But spiritual being can never be grasped with the limited human thinking method of mortals. If we wish to understand the Infinite One, that is, if we wish to attune ourselves to the harmony of divine principle, then we must approach the principle of being with a structured consciousness of like nature. Therefore, we must gradually learn to give up human reasoning, deliberations, and opinions, and in their place 
think in accordance with the categories of the divine system of reference. This means that our whole consciousness must become structured in a new way. This happens when, through the spiritually scientific interpretation of the inspired text, we understand their inherent divine system of reference, make it our own frame of reference, and always make a practice when dealing with these texts of seeing spiritual being, not as humanly, but as spiritually structured. Thus, a thorough study of the Bible and the textbook not only gives us the facts of being, but at the same time forms our whole consciousness anew. The Laws of Being The aim of this study, however, is not only to introduce the divine system of reference to the student, but also to fulfill a far greater aim, for the Bible and the textbook, when read as scientifically structured text and understood in their deepest meaning, are both textbooks in the true sense of the word. This means that they are not intended to give an exhaustive statement of all the infinite divine facts or truths, but rather to present the principle of the science of being and to teach the basic method for using this principle to solve all life's problems. Once the student has grasped this divine method, then its range of application is infinite. Anyone who has learnt the fundamentals of science can use the laws of being contained in the Bible and the textbook for solving his own questions and problems. It then becomes less a matter of understanding the inspired text scientifically than of applying independently of the text the laws of being which have come to light through the divinely structured interpretation of both these revelatory books. Indeed, the Bible and the textbook fulfill their meaning for the student only when he learns through them not only how to interpret their text, but also to understand the divine laws of being in their basic statement and to apply them infinitely to his ever-recurring questions and problems. The Scientific Way this understanding of the divine structure of the one being and its ever-available laws cannot be attained overnight. The scientific way of understanding leads, rather, as our brief survey of topics for further study shows, in an ordered progression from one stage to the next of spiritual development. But with each subject, we always touch the whole of truth, which shows itself at every stage of our spiritual understanding, as the truth which solves life's problems. For truth has a healing effect, even when not fully understood. 152.8 
So with every subject that we study, we shall also experience from the very beginning the healing effect which is inherent in the science of Christian science as the universal life principle for solving all problems. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.